Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that is going to help you become your best self. On today's episode, we are going to talk about what a healthy support system looks like. So let's just jump in. Growing up, I didn't really have a support system. You know, I was very much on my own in what was going on in my home life. And not even my parents or other family members or friends were really there to help me through the different things that I was going through, the struggles, the new um, things going on with my body, with my mind. Uh, No one was really there to help me with those things. Like I think there were times I have memories of my mom trying to help me um, and my dad trying kind of a little bit, but I would say still there's... There is barely any support in my life, and I can I can like you know look back on it now and laugh, and it's okay, um, but it, because it just is what it is, right? Um, but you know, it was also because I didn't ask. I didn't ask for support. I, I you know I felt like I couldn't ask um, because I was hiding so much pain, concealed abuse, and embarrassment and shame for everything that was happening to me and around me. And when you don't ask for something, you typically you typically don't get it. Like no one's going to just come alongside you and be like, "Hey, how can I support you?" I mean, okay, let let's 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 put in the caveat of sometimes that happens. Um, if you have people in your life that are dedicated to trying to help you, but but that is a support system, right? So if you don't have one and you're just out there for like you're just floating in life and trying to get through it, generally people aren't going to just randomly come alongside you and be like, "Hey, I'm here to." be your support system. You're like, Oh, great. Awesome. Um, but yeah, but I, you know, I didn't have it. I didn't ask for it. I didn't know that I needed to ask for it really. And, and I don't really feel bad about that, you know, because even in hindsight, I don't think I would have asked for help or support if I had known better or understood, um, how much better my mental health would have been if I had at least had support from someone to share my situation with. And you know, this is this this might sound sad and you might be like, what? Really? Like, why? Why wouldn't you even knowing everything now and going back and you still wouldn't ask for support? I really wouldn't. Like I took some time to really think about it and I I don't think I would because I knew I knew nothing really could have been done to physically help the problems I was dealing with. Like I know that inside and out and you might be thinking, no, 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 Sabrina, there's there's always there's always ways people can help. And no, because people in my life were helping me in different ways that didn't necessarily help me deal with the problems that I had that were first and foremost right in front of me, but there were different ways uh, that people helped. And that was enough for me. And that's even enough for me now. And even thinking about going back and being like, yeah, can you, can, you know, can I talk to you about this? Or can you help me with this or that? It just, it wasn't, it it just wouldn't work. Not for me. Not for me. And I don't think everyone would necessarily look back in their life and make the same decision that I would. It's just because the things that I was dealing with, I knew um, I knew that just by surviving and getting out, that was going to be the best way for me to survive and then hopefully get support later in my life, which is what happened. Um, so I don't want you to feel bad for me or anything, but it is something for you to like consider and ask yourself about. Um, you know, if you knew everything you knew now, would you go back and ask for support? And if you would, that's great. And if you wouldn't, I totally understand what you're going through. Um, but still 
having a support system is gold. It really is. Um, I could even say that as someone that wouldn't go back and like ask for support in my whole like grade school uh, career, like that's fine. Um, but yeah, so a support system, it's someone or many people uh, to lean on and get help from when you need it, which is so nice. It's kind of overwhelming for me to think about because it's such a beautiful thing. Um, and you know, this could be emotional or practical advice and or support. Uh, there's different levels of way that people can support you and there's going to be different people in your life that can support you in, uh, ways that, that they are better at. And then, you know, there's going to be several people and they'll be able to support you in the best way they can. And that's why you should have like a group of people and not necessarily just one person. Because also if you just have one person in your life that you are seeking support, support from, that can be very overwhelming and burdensome for them. And that's just not, that's not like the people pleaser person in me speaking. That is definitely someone that's been on both sides of this. And it's a lot, you know, it's a lot. And you know, the person might want to take all of that responsibility on, but honestly, it's not healthy. So just remember that. Just try not to overload the people that you love in your life. Kind of spread it around a little bit. Cause like I said, some people are going to be better at supporting you in one way and someone else is going to be better at supporting you in another way. So, um, but yeah, and you may already have this like a support system and not even realize it. If you have a group of friends, some like-minded colleagues from like work or school or whatever, and close family members, you have what is considered a core group of people that make up a really great support system in your life. And don't freak out if you don't have someone from each of those groups. Um, it's perfectly normal for you to maybe have several people in just two of the groups. I would say you should have at least two. Um, if you don't have all three, fine, but I say you should have at least two. And then that can like, you know, break up the ways that people can um, support you. So yeah, you might not even realize that you already have a support system and you're already using it in the way that you need to um, without like actually calling that. You're like, oh, it's just my friends and my my coworkers and, uh, or my, you know, my school friends or my mom friends or whomever, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, and, and with a group uh, made up of people within these three groups that we just talked about, you know, colleagues, friends, family members, you should be covered in receiving support within any of the four types of social support that are known when thinking about support. So there's like four different, um, you know, parts of social support that we think of. And so that's emotional, instrumental, informational, and appraisal. So let's quickly just look at what each of these social support categories means for support. So emotional, you know, that's pretty self-explanatory. You know, this deals in empathy, love, trust, caring, support. You know, this is this is the most deep emotional support that you're going to get some from someone. And, you know, that's probably most likely going to be a friend or a family member. It doesn't typically fall into the colleague situation, but I, I can't say that it never will uh, because I, you know, I'm not in charge of all relationships and I don't know how all relationships work. But yeah, so that's just going to be that deep empathy and love and trust from them. Uh, for instrumental, this is like actual physical help and aid. Like someone actually comes to help you physically. You know, maybe you need something done in your house or your car or figure out how to build something or figure something out that's actually physical. Um, informational, this would be providing advice, information, and suggestions to you um, and really helping you think that through and map that out. And then appraisal, is this is geared towards 
self-evaluation support. So really like looking at yourself as a whole, maybe um, getting you to tap into more self-awareness and understand who you are and what you're all about. And then uh, how to create, you know, the blueprints or the plans to get to where you want to be as a person. So those are the four uh, social support categories. And so maybe if you already have a group of people in your life that you feel can be considered as your support group, um, you can maybe evaluate where everyone falls within uh, those four categories. And if you feel like you're missing out on one, uh, maybe you can tap into someone that's already in the group and see if they would be able to help you with that if you feel like you're missing it in your life. Or um, you can just be on the lookout for new people that enter your life and or come back into your life that could fulfill that need. And I know this sounds kind of weird, like like fulfill a need as if you're like shopping around for something. And I don't mean it like that or in a disrespectful way. I just mean it as in like, it's important to have all of these um, support options in your life. So I don't think it would be a bad thing to just like have a, keep a lookout for someone that could fit that and then you feel like you're covered because I'm sure that you are also within one of those categories for someone else. So as humans, we need people to thrive and survive. You might not agree with this because maybe you are someone that likes to spend time alone. I definitely love to do that. It's so super enjoyable, Um, but I still need people, you know, despite uh, how much I try to isolate myself um, just because of certain things I'm going through or, you know, moods that I'm in, seasons of life. Um, But, you know, even if we are the most introverted of people, we need at least a few others in our lives that will be there as a positive influence on us. Um, which can also help with overall higher levels of well-being and better coping skills. Uh, So it's really super helpful to have people in our life. And if we could have people in our life that can support us, that can love us, that can be there for us when we need them, then it's like perfect. It's so, it's such a good life, you know, with other people in our lives. And I'm not saying that you have to see them every single day. People are going to interact differently. That's totally fine. It's just a matter of having those people in your life and um, having like actual real uh, two-way relationships and continuing to develop those and love and support each other. So I just, I just think it's so important. So even if you don't like to hang out with people all the time, believe me, I get you. You still need to have some core people in your life. So, so let's chat about what the ideal healthy support system would look like. I have five things that I want to note to you today. And just so you know, typically before we go into the tips or the list or whatever um, direct information I am giving, I generally do the five minute reset, but I decided that we are going to do the five minute reset at the end. So if you want to learn more about that, it's basically just a, uh, a five minute, like quick mindset change, um, exercise that you can do if you're having a really bad day and I just walk through it. But if you like that, just, I'll talk to you right about it, about, (laughs) I will talk to you about it right after the tips. So, so let's talk, let's chat about the ideal healthy support system and what that would look like. So the first one that I think is important is you, it needs to be loving and accepting. And this might sound like obvious information, um, which it can be, but if you don't know it or you don't have one or you you are not understanding whether your support system is a good, healthy one or not, I believe that these will help you. So um, yeah, it has to be loving and accepting. You want people to love you. And even if you are 
thinking about your colleagues, you know, your peers, your coworkers, and you're like, they don't necessarily love me, but they probably accept you, right? And I'm sure that they love you on a level that's like professional, (laughs) you know, that's like, okay. Um, But yeah, you want to be loving, you want to be caring, you want to feel like you're actually accepted. You don't want to feel like they're like uh, making making a space for you because they feel like they have to. You want them to actually accept you for who you truly are, not who you probably maybe might uh, be pretending to be. And I say probably because some people are doing that. And I did that for the longest time. And if you're not doing that, that's great. But if you are doing that, you really need to reconsider doing that because if they're accepting you as some sort of fake version of who you are portraying yourself as, then you're really putting yourself up for an upset because once they find out who you are, it'll be a lot trickier for them to accept you for who you actually are because you've already been lying to them, right? So I just want to put that out there. But yeah, a healthy support system will be filled with people that are loving and accepting. The second one is to, they, the, the people in your support system will push you to see things from a different perspective and call you out when you need it. So if you are making bonehead decisions, if you are, you know, just being, just being a brat, making bad decisions, um, holding grudges, resentment towards people, um, or being so zoned in on seeing things your way and not taking a moment to widen your perspective and see things from someone else's point of view or how someone else might view it. It's important for people to push you to do those things, especially calling you out. Sometimes the thing that we need the most is for someone that understands who we are and what we're all about and actually cares about our well-being and how we function and thrive as a human to call us out and be like, this is, you shouldn't be doing this. Why are you doing this? What's wrong with you? Like, let's talk about it. Let's really figure out how you got from here to there and then how we can like, you know, get back on the right track and not on this wrong one that you took. Um, And they do it in a nice way, in a constructive way, you know, not mean, not berating, not bullying, but helpful. And also seeing things from a different perspective so that you can um, be more empathetic and understanding, um, but also more knowledgeable about the situation that you are in. Uh, the third one is that uh, the support people in the support system will actively listen and be a sounding board. It's important to practice active listening, um, in which is literally just listening and not listening to respond, but to listen to actually understand. And then if you need a moment to collect your thoughts, you literally just say that out loud. Hey, okay, I heard what you said. Let me just take a moment to collect my thoughts. And then you say your rebuttal as opposed to while they're speaking, thinking, only thinking about what you want to say in return to what they're saying, which means that you are probably going to miss the underlying meaning and theme of what they're actually trying to tell you. Um, But also they can be a sounding board. They can really just let you throw out all your ideas, um, what you're all about, um, what you're going through. And then they can maybe like give you input, like quick inputs of like, this is good. This is bad. Let's rethink this. Let's like, you know, uh, let's just try to workshop this idea and figure it out. So, you know, active listening and being a sounding board. Uh, the fourth one is they offer encouragement and celebrate your wins with you. There is nothing better than having people in your life that will celebrate your wins with you, that will truly understand how important 
these accolades, these achievements, these goals that you have hit are important to you and celebrate those things and be proud of you and really like, you know, give you a high five and be like, you're doing amazing as opposed to being jealous or trying to push you down because they haven't hit their goals and achievements or they feel like you're rising above them. No, they are truly celebrating who you are and what you're all about and they want to offer encouragement. They want to continue to inspire you and motivate you to be the best person, be your version of your best self and you do the same for them. And then the last one that I want to mention is they are available for advice when you ask it. I do want to very much acknowledge the part of when you ask for it. Because people that are just giving out advice without you actually asking for it, it's not helpful. And you don't, they, they a lot of times people just won't understand what you actually need advice for. They'll just throw out advice to hear themselves talk or just to feel like they are right, um, or they'll feel some sort of pressure within themselves to give you advice um, and just feel the need to participate in that conversation and that problem, and they want to solve your problems. There's a lot of people out, that, out there that are like that, and it's important to establish that boundary of some people in your, you know, your support group are <laughs> trying to give you advice all the time without you asking. You need to be very honest and open with them, be like, hey, I don't really need this right now. Or, hey, can I just let you know when I need some advice? But I really appreciate you being in my life. Those are easy things you can say to someone like that. And they're just trying to help, but they're kind of going overboard with their advice. So if you have people in your support group that are available to give you advice when you actually ask for it, and it's you know constructive and helpful, and it doesn't dictate exactly what you should do, but gives you suggestions and tips and reasons why, that is so super, super helpful. So that is all that I have to talk about today for healthy support systems. Um, So let's talk about the five minute reset real quick. If you're having a hard day, if you feel like your day is just really crummy, stressful, terrible, and um, you just want to like get over it, uh, you can do the five minute reset. The five minute reset is where you reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. You essentially draw a line in the sand and decide that everything that's happened before will just like be left back there. So it's not going to drag through the rest of your day or even into the next day, which is so super important for you to just feel like you have a fresh start. You can take the learning lessons and the experiences that you had from what happened, positive or negative, and then just move forward, you know? Even if it's in the morning, in the afternoon, or right before you go to bed, at least you're just releasing it and moving forward. So the five-minute reset, all you need is at least five minutes to be by yourself, and then you can take a break from any issues or burdens that are dragging you down. You can come up with any resolutions for any problems or issues that you're having alone or with someone else. I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things you are grateful for. You can be grateful for literally anything. You went to the store and bought new chapstick. You're grateful for that. You're able to go to Easter Church Sunday services. Great. Um, You are able to eat out for Easter lunch fantastic. And maybe you're recently getting a raise at work. Awesome. You can be grateful for anything and everything. And last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive about the rest of your day, because hopefully you will take your gratitude list, reflect on it, reflect on any other positive blessings that are happening in your life and realize that by focusing more on those things and how those are getting you through life, it'll help you get through any negative times that you may have been going through. So hopefully that helps. Um, So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. Check the description box below for 
show notes, where to find me on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo. I'd love to hear from you or send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com or visit my website, sabrinajoy.com. Have a fantastic day, you guys. We have lots of great topics coming up this week, like why you should go to therapy, overcoming resentment, and what does self-love look like. So come back and listen to that. But until then, have a good one, and I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.